What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and we got a week two recap going down. So this does not include Monday Night Football, but it includes all the Sunday games and the Thursday games. If it's your first time here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Go ahead and smash that subscribe, smash that like button right now. If you're watching this anywhere else other than YouTube, hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler, go subscribe, and go hit the like button. When you get subscribed, you get signed up for the Ricky Williams signed jersey giveaway. We are about 100 subscribers away from doing that giveaway so so go get signed up right now let's just hop into these QB studs so a QB stud for me this week was over 30 points and Kyler Murray oh yeah top QB on the week 400 passing yards three TDs 31 rush yards and a TD oh man four TDs in the game you gotta love it Tom Brady 275 passing yards and had those five TDs what a huge game Lamar Jackson oh man him and Patrick Mahomes were just going toe-to-toe on Sunday night football 239 passing yards had that TD and then 100 seven rushing yards and had those two TDs on the ground. What a big time game. Daniel Pesos Jones ended up finishing as a stud this week. 249 passing yards, had a TD, 95 rushing yards and had that rushing TD. He would have had a lot more had they not had that flag and not had his other rushing TD pulled down because I think that was like a 30 yarder that he cracked off. Patrick Mahomes killed it. 343 yards, three touchdowns. They lost. Wasn't on him, though. It was definitely on the defense. Uh, he did throw an interception, though, so I was kind of on him. Kirk Cousins finishing as a stud this week. 244 passing yards and three TDs. Had those 35 rushing yards to help bump him up over the 30 points. All right, RB studs on the week. He had to have over 20 points this week. And Derek King Henry, oh, man, just completely killed it. Three touchdowns on the ground, 182 yards. He had six receptions for 55 yards. I don't know if you caught that or not. This is completely balled out. Christian McCaffrey doing Christian McCaffrey things. You already know. 72 rushing yards, a touchdown, six receptions, 65 yards. Just over 100 yards a game all purpose. I mean, easily. I'm curious to see what his average is total yards per game when we get to the end of the season. First game of the season, he had almost 200. And then in this, he had over 130. Nice little average to start. Tony Pollard. Now, who saw this coming? 109 rushing yards, had the rushing touchdown, and then three receptions for 31 yards. I mean, Zeke did all right, but Tony Pollard killed it. Definitely caught the Chargers off guard. Corduroy Patterson. <laughs> Just kidding. Corderell Patterson. 11 rushes, got that touchdown. Six receptions, 58 yards, and then got another touchdown there. Is Corderell Patterson going to be a thing? Austin Eckler, surprised that he made it up here, but at 54 rush yards, 61 receiving yards. So he did get over 100 combined yards, but he had nine receptions, though. Big time reception game for Austin Eckler. He had no receptions last week, and I think people were really panicking. And last but not least, the Thursday night darling. Everybody was pissed that it was McKissick instead of Antonio Gibson making this list. 10 rushes, 10 rush yards. Six receptions, though, 83 yards. He killed it. I mean, he only had about nine touches on the game, but he was super, super efficient with those touches. How about those wide receiver studs? So this week, you got to be over 25 points to be a wide receiver stud. And starting off, we got Cooper Cup. 
It's funny because Matthew Barry calls him my little Cooper Cup, but we were having a discussion about this. Dude is huge. It's like 6'3". <laughs> Nine receptions, 11 targets, 163 yards, two big touchdowns. Tyler Lockett just killing it out there. Eight receptions, 11 targets, 178 yards, big time touchdown. Terry McLaurin going crazy with Heineke on Thursday. 11 receptions, 14 targets, 107 yards, 1 TD, just balling out. Cortland Sutton, oh yeah. He was a full-blown start for me, depending on your options this week. Sorry, Francisco. We had 9 receptions, 12 targets, 159 yards. He just got it going. I told you in my start and sit video, he, he wasn't playing Logan Ryan this week, and that's what slowed him down last week. And with Jerry Judy missing, Cortland Sutton was that dude. Mike Evans, after a blah performance last week, five receptions, nine targets, 75 yards, two big, big touchdowns. That's the thing about Mike Evans. He can literally go for two touchdowns in any single game. Tight end studs of the week. We got a couple new faces here. So we're starting off with some familiar faces like Kelsey. You already know, seven receptions, eight targets, 109 yards, had that big touchdown. And then Gronk repeating his tight end stud performance from last week. Four receptions, five targets, only 39 yards, but two big touchdowns. Him and Brady, they just got that connection going. I mean, I'm going to call him a must start moving forward because I don't know who you're going to start over him. And then he'll probably just not get a touchdown next week. But Brady is totally looking for him in the end zone, in the red zone, like if Gronk has any kind of separation from anybody, like Brady's going to him. Max Williams. All right. If you guys don't know who Max Williams is, he plays for the Arizona Cardinals. He is their starting tight end. This week, he had seven receptions, seven targets, 94 yards. I have no idea where that came from. I'm not even going to put him on my waiver wire video. I mean, maybe I'll put him on my waiver wire video because tight ends are slim, but tight ends is a wasteland as usual. Hopefully it gets a little better as the weeks go on. Now, how about some IDP studs? Had to have 25 points or more in IDP 1-2-3 scoring. Starting off with Bobby Wagner. Man, he was all over the field yesterday. Dude is a beast. He's like literally the only person in the league who can tackle Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, too bad they didn't have a few more of him on the field because Henry was just getting off. Mike Edwards also cracked the list. Two interceptions and two big touchdowns. It was like in back-to-back -back series or something like that. It was ridiculous. Shades of Jeremy Chin last year Tyron Matthew Roquan Smith with the big uh, interception and touchdown Daniil Hunter I don't know how to pronounce this Camus Gregor Hill Nick Vigil balled out Jonathan Allen balling Kendall Fuller Trayvon Mullen and Daniel Sorensen on Sunday night cracking the list if you guys are into IDP, make sure you subscribe on my channel because I do my IDP waivers that hit uh, every Monday night or Tuesday morning so you want to be here for all the IDP content and my and my starts and sits. I take on IDP questions as well. I do my start and sit sessions on Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. 
Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. QB duds on the weeks. So you had to be QB 20 or lower. So these are guys who we expect to finish inside inside the top 66% of QBs. Joe Burrow, nothing nice yesterday. Chicago is just balling. Ben Roethlisberger, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston. What a shocker after last week. Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, really because they had the run game going so much. Zach Wilson. I don't know how many people expected him to finish inside the top 20 this week, but I had to just throw him on there just because New England just completely manhandled him. Mac Jones, they didn't have to do much yesterday. And then Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, man, we're going to be talking about him a little later, but nothing nice in Miami. How about some running back duds? So for this, to make this list, you got to be running back 24 or below. So there's anyone who is outside the RB2 categories. The higher you are in this list, the closer you were to 24. James Robinson first. He's been a real dud to start the season. A lot of it's really been the Jaguars. A lot of it's been the Jaguars. I think that they're really going to be competing for the number one draft pick this year, even after going Trevor. Antonio Gibson. He's been a disappointment to start the season. Week two against the Giants, though. You're on a shortened week. Giants do have a decent run D. So we're going to see week three and week four. Those are going to be huge games for Gibson as far as like telling us who he actually is and the way they're going to use him. Joe Mixon made the list. Saquon Barkley looking bad. Uh, Again, Saquon Barkley on a short week. We shall see week three, week four. Those are going to be really big to determining how good or bad Saquon is going to be this year, at least over in the foreseeable future. Melvin Gordon, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, they were... Bills manhandled the Dolphins, and then with Tua going out, which we'll talk about in the injuries, that didn't help anything. Javonta Williams, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell was the waiver, the waiver wire darling this week. He got hurt. It was bad. Came back, though. He got hurt. He came back. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, not looking too good. Miles Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, James Conner. The list was not nice this week. Seemed like running back scoring as a whole was down this week. Very down compared to last week. Wide receiver dead. So same thing as the running backs. If you finished wide receiver 24 or below, so not as a wide receiver two, you were more of a flex or way out of the flex contention. You made this list starting off with Keenan Allen, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chris Godwin, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Jamar Chase, Robert Woods. He was he was a close to a sit for me. DK Metcalf, man, the the defenses they are really honing in on DK Metcalf right now. He is getting double teams like almost on every play, so not looking good for him right now. Allen Robinson, not nice. AJ Brown, I mean, it was all Derrick Henry yesterday. Really wasn't much to go around besides him. Robbie Anderson. I don't know if anyone was expecting him to finish inside the top 24 wide receivers besides me, but he's fluked the first uh, two weeks of the season. Tyreek Hill. They did everything they could to take Tyreek Hill out of this game. I mean, he was doubled, I want to say, on almost every single play of the game. I don't know if there was one play in the game where he wasn't double teamed. Amari Cooper got a little banged up. 
But yeah, made the dud list. LaVisca Chenault also got hurt, made the dud list. Antonio Brown. It was crazy because he was like, he was wide open on a couple plays, like right down the sidelines. But it was like the Atlanta corners knew that that play was in their arsenal because every time they were going for one of those plays where he seemed like he was like wide open on the sidelines, you'd have a guy like AJ Terrell just coming out of nowhere, making a diving swat, you know, at the ball. So I, I feel like they... They saw that play a couple times last week, and they knew that it was coming this week. And then Jarvis Landry, big-time dud on the week. He got hurt. I don't even know how much he played. He got hurt real early in the game. was not nice for him. Tight end duds on the week. So for this, you had to be tight end 15 or below. And the way that the tight end wasteland is, like if you're below tight end 15, like you had a really, really bad game. I started off with Mike Gusecki, who's here for two weeks in a row. With all the hype that he had, you know, coming into the season, he's really been dudding. But Tua did get hurt in this game and go out. So, I mean, that's his excuse for this week. I don't know what it was last week. Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry not looking good so far. It's more of the Patriots and just the way that they've been doing things. I mean, it's a lo- been a lot of ground and pound for real. Jared Cook, after having a really good week last week, I mean, the Chargers, they were just a little off this week for sure. And Jared Cook was one of those guys who didn't get a lot of points. He, he had a touchdown and then it got called back for a flag. George Kittle, probably the biggest disappointing tight end to start the season. He's been on this list twice. He's not going to be like that all year, but to start the season, not looking nice for that draft capital you spent. Tyler Higby. So for everybody who thought Tyler Higby was just going to be the man, two points this past week, not nice. Cole Komet and Gerald Everett, just duds of games, one point each, nothing nice. All right, those IDP duds of the week. Sorry if I miss anybody. There's like a billion IDP guys, but I I found some guys who are rostered in a handful of leagues and who scored below 10 points. So I'm just going to read off this list. Don't have too much context behind it. These guys just need to get better. Don to Hightower. Kenny Young after a big game last week. Damian Wilson. Big shoes to fill with Joe Schobert leaving. He hasn't been good ever since he left. And then Miles Jack. Yeah, with Joe Schobert gone, that's affecting a lot of people on this defense. Cameron Jordan, second time on the list. Devin White. They were avoiding him this week. And Atlanta Falcons, I mean, they just kind of sucked, you know, all around this week. Jason Pierre-Paul, someone else who made the list. DeForest Buckner after having a balling game last week. And then Joker on the Browns. So I think a lot of people were expecting big things with Mac going out. And then him, you know, getting into the starting role. Not so much this week. Keon O'Neal, he's been a bust. I mean, listed as the middle linebacker on the Dallas Cowboys, and they're moving him around. He's playing linebacker. He's playing DBs all over the field. But as far as, like, stats go, I think he's droppable. Zach Cunningham, down week after a big week last week. It happens. Chase Young, a little bit nervous about him because every team is just targeting him so much with the double teams on the line and running away from him. Like, when you're that much of a freak of nature – Sometimes it just hurts your stat line. Jeremy Chin making the list here. Got a few tackles, but that was about it. No big plays this week. A.J. Johnson, two down weeks for him. He's the middle linebacker on the Broncos. Need to get their shit together, but also the Jaguars just kind of sucked. They didn't run a lot of offensive plays as well. Joey Bosa, Miles Garrett, 
J.J. Watt, Tremaine Edmonds, Eric Rowe, Quinnen Williams. He's been a bust to start the year. Bradley Chubb, and he got hurt again, re-injured his ankle. Alandon Roberts, he was a big-time free agent waiver wire guy last week. Uh, Jermaine Pratt, Michael Pierce, Brandon Wilson, and then Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons is usually Mr. Reliable. Jaguars just didn't run a lot of plays last week. Now for the worst part of this segment talking about the injuries sorry if i missed anybody i I like triple check down all the lists and i think i got everybody here trey sermon everybody who was so hyped on trey sermon i know elijah mitchell was going to be that was the like the waiver wire darling but trey sermon was drafted everywhere he only got one rush and then he got hurt and he fumbled on that play not nice andy dalton went out so justin fields got in there We'll see if Justin Fields is going to be starting in week three if Andy Dalton's injury is going to keep him out. Jarvis Landry went out so, so early. Wasn't nice for anyone who rosters him. Tua, Tua went out. It looked bad. It's his ribs. They said it's negative, so I don't know if he has any has any broken ribs, but I think they said he has cracked ribs. So either way, it's not going to be nice. Who knows if they keep him out for a week or two. Jacoby Brissett came in. Yeah, he looked all right, but going up against the Bills who were just on a tear. Tyrod Taylor went out as well. Davis Mills got in there. He looked trash. Carson Wentz got hurt. We shall see. We don't know too much news on that as of right now. Mari Cooper got hurt. LaVisca Chenault did. Daryl Henderson did as well. There's two injuries that were really bad for the Steelers. One of them came at literally the end of the game, like last play, like on the game. It was such a stupid play. I blame Big Ben for this play. Uh, Deontay Johnson, like literally one of the last plays of the game, he was like holding his knee. Like it did not look good. So stupid. Steelers were just getting their ass kicked. And then you give it to probably the biggest, the biggest star that you have on your wide receiver core. And then he gets hurt. Like that was stupid, stupid Steelers. Very stupid. Then another one that hurt for the Steelers was TJ Watt getting hurt. He got hurt in like the middle of the game and never came back. We'll see what happens with him. Bradley Chubb, Josie Jewell, both for the Denver Broncos, both got hurt. Bradley Chubb re-injured his ankle that kept him out last week. And then Brandon Graham going out. And then Tyson Aluwalu, so another guy for the Steelers here. Steelers line took a hit yesterday with TJ Watt and then Tyson Aluwalu going out. Nothing nice. All right, guys, thanks for watching my studs, duds, and injuries video. Really appreciate you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Also, go to Fantasy Football Hustler. Go subscribe everywhere to all my social medias. And get on Patreon. Get in the Hustler community. I know you guys have heard of the Fantasy Footballers. Everything that I'm doing with my community, I'm mimicking them, but I'm taking it to the way next level. I actually interact with people in the community. I actually started leagues with people in the community. It is really dope. It is really interactive. It's patreon.com slash ffhustler420. So go check it out, guys. I appreciate you. There's all types of tiers. It just depends on the level of access that you want. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Don't forget, Fantasy News Today, that is a Monday through Friday show, and it happens at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, every Monday through Friday. So if you're not subscribed, subscribe, and then go hit reminders on the show that's happening on Monday and Tuesday. Peace out, everybody. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. My shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind, yeah, I got to bring on the champ on the genie of the lamp. This is the game.
gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.